Hey everyone, what's up? My name is Gloria. Welcome to my podcast, Glow Says. I love talking to people in my community, especially local artisans, makers, and entrepreneurs. So every week, you will hear a casual conversation between me and them, done remotely, of course, interview style about their backstories and how they got to do what they do. I like to say local stuff, local stories. This is my way of supporting local, mostly in British Columbia, sometimes in other parts of Canada. Then I'll wrap up the interview with some actionable tips and inspiring ideas for you based on what we heard. I hope this gives you some ideas or inspiration to create something too. Or at least you can go check out what they are doing, whether you are local or not. So thanks for being here today. Let's get to it. Today's show is about me. So listen in as I try to interview myself. Okay, Gloria, tell us about yourself. Okay, well, I was born and raised in Vancouver. I was educated here through university. And then I moved away for about 20 years in total. And during that time, I lived both in the U.S. and abroad. Okay. Why are you doing this podcast? What's the connection to local creatives and business owners for you? Well, I've gotten to start a business twice. The first business I started was called Crate Expectations. And I did this just around after college. And I did it with two of my friends, Vanessa and Mila. And I loved that experience. I loved the energy of working with my friends. I loved learning to buy things, source things, deciding on what we thought looked good because it represented our taste, of course. I loved learning about pricing, finding clients, and making sure that we made a profit. And at that time, I remember spending a lot of time on the business card because I think the business card back then was probably just as important as a website is now. It's the first thing that you gave to people and what they remembered you by. So we spent a lot of time figuring out the color and design. So the design we eventually came up with was the business card kind of folded in half or like a third over. And when you opened up that part, out popped the cutout die and it was in the shape of a crate. So when you open it up, out popped a crate. So the name, Crate Expectations. We thought that was so clever. And I still remember the card was like purple and cream colored. And I think the crate might have been orange or there was some orange accent to it. Anyways, we had a great time with that. The second time I started a business, that business was called Midnight Kitchen. And I had a chance to start that with another friend. Her name is Barb Wong. And we started this in the early mid 2000s or so. And at that time, my friend Barb and her husband, Roland, they had started one of the first ever Canadian food blogs called vaneats.com in around like June 2000. So that was the early, early days. And like so many other things in life, Barb and Roland were ahead of the curve. So not only did they have five to 10,000 followers at that time, they even had an RSS feed so that folks could subscribe to their blog. So eventually, Barbara and I started to talk, and we started to ideate and dream, and we decided to create an artisanal cookie dough company called Midnight Kitchen. I think artisanal was, you know, quite popular at that time, that word artisanal. Small batch, organic, you know, handcrafted, that was starting to just get popular. So we had flavors like peanut butter ganache, chocolate bliss, spicy ginger chews. And we sold our cookie dough in paper ice cream tubs at places like Capers, Stong's, Meinhardt's, and Whole Foods. In fact, Whole Foods had just opened in Vancouver around that time. And besides cookie dough, 
we'd often bake out our cookies and made them into ice cream sandwiches, especially for the farmer's markets on Saturdays. We'd also make the ice cream sandwiches for order or our cookies as well. The ice cream sandwiches were popular, though. We really had a great time using our cookie dough, baking out cookies, and combining it with local ice cream into this product, ice cream sandwiches. Anyway, we did everything from scratch. We sourced the ingredients, we made the dough, we packed the dough, we figured out the packaging. Now you can look at Alibaba and see what they've got on offer. Also, we had to look for a web designer. I think we even looked in the yellow pages. We definitely start by word of mouth, and I'm pretty sure we looked at the yellow pages. But now you can look at Shopify or Squarespace. We also literally were knocking on doors going to the stores, introducing ourselves to the manager, asking if you know we could have a few minutes with them and selling them about what we wanted to sell to them. Now you can go to people's Instagram page and you can DM them. We also went around to small businesses and asked if we could borrow their commercial kitchen because they had licenses. Well, now there's commissaries, so you could rent from them. And the understanding is that If you rent from them, whatever you produce in this licensed commercial kitchen or this commissary, you could sell that product. Anyways, we had to do things differently back then, but it was so much fun and we were doing really great and our business was thriving. Actually, very quickly, we were already looking into commercial production. Things came to a halt, however, when life took me and my family abroad. So Midnight Kitchen had to close. I always did wonder what Midnight Kitchen could have become had we been given a few more years. So now that I'm back in town, I cannot help but notice the explosion of makers and creators, small business owners all over this place. So I'm curious about how they did it and how it's going for them. Most of the time when I'm out and about, I talk to these makers and crafters anyways, and then I like to share about what I've tried or what I've learned. I will immediately, for example, tell all my friends about a good donut or a great cup of coffee, like right away. Okay, what else do you want to tell the listeners? Well, obviously you've gotten the picture now that I'm not a celebrity or a dot-com millionaire. I haven't written any books or won any significant awards. I haven't done anything particularly extraordinary. I haven't even run a marathon, nor do I plan to. I won't be political. I'm not great with advice or self-help, but I do like telling stories, and I'm good at sharing ideas, and I like people. I like to make observations, and I like to make connections. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that I'm an ordinary parent, a jack-of-all-trades. I want you to know that I might sweat the small stuff sometimes. I might feel crushed by passwords, small caps, big caps, and special characters. I might have put reusable bags in my purse, my pockets, and in my car, and yet still forget to bring one into the store. That applies to face masks as well. I may resent daily laundry. I may regret adding pets to my house. Not the actual pet. I love the pet. I just don't like the duties I've incurred because I'm the one who actually takes care of the pet. And the overwhelm of a dark and rainy Monday morning, especially in the Northwest, may drive me to an extra cup of great local coffee, though, before 7 a.m. Anyway, that's the end of my self-interview. Thanks for listening. Here's the wrap-up. One, this show is about local artists, makers, and creatives, and how they made a business out of their passion, their craft, their gift, or their creative idea. Two, just a gentle reminder that I'm new at this, but I will give it my best effort. Three, 
I want to give a bunch of shout outs to all my friends who particularly supported me on this journey. Fetus, who did my graphics and my logo so that this podcast could look legit. My fellow Golden Queens, who know that podcasting was the most uncomfortable option for me. Kathy, Angela, and the whole team. Jin, Shell, Ange, Lise, for listening, editing, re-listening, and huge support. Fetus, again and again. And Catherine, Lydia, Sherry, extra thanks to Ruth. Four, I want to thank you listeners. Subscribe to this podcast, Glow Says. It's about local stuff and local stories. Let's do this. I'll talk to you soon.